0: If they want to get into real estate and, and investing, mm-hmm. I would start off with a small fix and flip okay. project or a small rental property. Okay. And they got to see what goals they want to hit. Okay. So if they're looking for instant cash, what's the ramification of receiving instant cash? Yeah. But it's different criteria as far as what type of house to purchase. Okay,
1: Okay. If
0: I'm looking for a rental property... How much am I willing to pay for that rental property? How much is the mortgage on that rental property if I'm not paying cash for it? How much a tenant is going to pay me Mm -hmm. to live Mm -hmm. in this property? So these are factors that they have to answer before they actually get started. Do I want the quick cash? The quick cash I can get taxed on if I don't do it properly. Gotcha, gotcha. Do I want to buy a rental property for cash flow? Mm -hmm. Cash flow is money I receive every month. Mailbox money. Mailbox money. Mm -hmm. I've heard that, yeah. I like mailbox money. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with mailbox (laughs) money. All
1: right, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, man, I'm excited to uh, have you guys back with us, man. This is going to be a dope interview. Listen, if you're somewhere, man, with a pen and a pad, please do me a favor, pull that out because we're going to give you guys a lot of game. If you ever aspire to be in the real estate game, if you ever aspire to have a real estate portfolio, man, we got an expert with us today. He's going to be dropping some massive game on how do you achieve that. Listen, you know our goal with the equity tab is to help you as an entrepreneur raise your business IQ. So that you can tap into your full business equity travis what's going on man you doing all right today i'm doing great how about you i'm doing good man look first of all i want to say thank you for taking the time out of your schedule you're extremely busy got a lot of things going on so for you to take an hour out of your time or however long we do this you know what i'm saying to give our free game to individuals man we don't take that lightly so we appreciate that oh, thank you so much for having So me. look man yeah absolutely so do me a favor real quick tell everybody about you uh and then we're gonna jump into this thing
0: okay we're good well again thank you for having me and um, I'm Travis Patterson I'm currently the real estate broker with Patterson Homes Real Estate Company uh, we're licensed in Tennessee and Mississippi and I have about 88 agents on my roster right now and growing um, so I do a lot of teaching and training on how to sell how to pick up business how to do business gotcha. in real estate sales okay. but uh, before I became a broker I had a ton of education and a ton of experience mm. before I actually got started. Okay. I actually um, went to the University of Memphis gotcha. and studied uh, business administration with a concentration in finance and real estate. Okay. So at that school, I, um, I achieved to get a internship. Okay. The internship was with this company still to this day, United Housing. Okay. That's a non-profit real estate company. And they do a lot of home buyer education. They do a lot of grant raising to build affordable housing. Uh, and they do mortgages for them. Okay. So I learned a ton about the business there, even property management. Okay. So that intern and that degree actually kind of gave me an interest in the real estate business. Okay. But I was a father early, and I needed some money. I didn't yeah. really know how to invest then. I was taught, you know, go to school, get good grades, get a good job, all that good stuff, Uh which is the long way, if you ask me. Okay. Uh, But college actually helped me to learn how to network Mm -hmm. and learn how to uh, be disciplined with my time and make sure I take care of my tasks, my daily tasks. For sure. So I'm not going to downplay college like it was a waste of time. It was a waste of money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it definitely wasn't a waste of time. But as I was schooling, I was working at You know, top one hundred companies. I started at um, Wells Fargo Financial. Okay. After the internship, and I started working with mortgages. Yeah. I learned the mortgage business through Wells Fargo. I worked there for a year, and got fired from there. Okay. So I was still going to school. I graduated with a bachelor's. Did a little experience with Wells Fargo, Mm -hmm. and um, when I got fired, I went went and worked at SunTrust Bank. Okay. Now Truist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was a, a manager at SunTrust Bank, retail banking. Okay. That job actually taught me how to be on the front line, professional, Mm. and uh, learn how to gain trust from people with their money. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to take that lightly. Yeah. But at the same time while I was working at SunTrust, I was getting a master's of accounting. Okay. All right. So left SunTrust, Mm -hmm. and I went to Sedgwick CMS. Okay. That's a third-party insurance provider where they do a lot of Uh, Insurance claims Gotcha And I became A financial analyst Reconciling their Multi-million dollar Bank accounts
1: Mm.
0: Boring Yeah (laughs) I got the experience But it was very boring Because I'm a Frontline guy Yeah I left Sedgwick CMS And I went to Verizon Wireless Okay Where I learned How to build a brand Through Verizon They had their Employees dressed up With t-shirts And all kind of Accessories and things So I learned How to be a salesman Yeah on the front line building the brand.
1: Gotcha. Guess what? What's that?
0: I got fired from there too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What what were you getting fired for, bro? Man, uh, (laughs) because
0: I guess I needed to be my own boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last day of corporate America for me was on November 11. No, it was 11, 12, or 13. Okay. So 11, 12, 13 was my last day of corporate America. Mm. And when I walked out the door, mind you, I had a ton of experience. Okay. I got a ton of education. When I walked out the back door, I said, God, you gotta make this work. Yeah. Because I ain't applying for another job. Mm. That's it. So I got my real estate license. Got my real estate license and um I started as a realtor with Keller Williams Realty.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was so hyped about being a realtor. I was going into Keller Williams like, hey, listen, I know this business. I did mortgages for a while. Yeah. I'm gonna kill it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was hyped about it. I love Keller Williams. Yeah. But They didn't really give me an opportunity like what I wanted. For sure. And so I left Keller Williams not only because of that, because commission structure too. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So I left there. I probably stayed at Keller Williams 10 months. Okay. And uh, left there and went to this company called First National Realty. Gotcha. It's now called Best Real Estate Company. Okay. If you're familiar with Best Real Estate Company. Mm -hmm. And that company had 300 real estate agents. Okay. And Larry Mayall, rest his soul, Gave me an opportunity to be one of the first black, youngest black brokers in Memphis to run a huge real estate firm. It had 300 real estate agents and I managed 300 of these grown as babies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, I got a ton of experience as a real estate broker managing 300 agents for about four and a half years. Okay. And guess what? What's that?
1: I got fired from there. <laughs> we're going to title this episode. I got fired. <laughs> I got to get,
0: stop getting fired. So that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and jump out on faith and start my own. Yeah. And yeah. I um, started Patterson Homes Real Estate Company. Okay. We were seven agents strong. We were in a small room. and But we pumped iron. You know, we was closing deals, closing sales. And I was doing a ton of marketing. Yeah. And my whole thing was, hey, man, I'm going to choose my marketing like I go to work. When I wake uh-huh. up in the morning, I'm posting just like I'm at work. Yeah. I'm yeah. prospecting for new business online. Yeah. Um, but I did that for three to four years. And now I'm in year five at Patterson Homes. Okay. 88 Agents Strong. Last year we did 93 million in sales volume. Wow. It's like um, it's about 405 real estate firms that's on the Memphis listing service. You call it the MLS. Okay. It's 405 firms in Tennessee. Yeah. We were ranked 32 at the time.
1: And you five years in business.
0: Yes. Wow. Now this year we keep we keeping up with the numbers this year. Yeah. yeah. I'm ranked 12 now.
1: Okay.
0: It's just start.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's the I can, the year. It's yeah, just yeah. the beginning,
0: but we're ranked number 12 right now. So we're pumping iron. So that's me and my team okay. training the ages on how to sell, how to build a business, how to be consistent with the business. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's all about knowledge, man. It's all about mortgages and all about uh, helping people buy and sell. If you want to do commission business. yeah, This yeah. is just one avenue of real estate mm-hmm. that the average person can start and build a real estate business yeah, through yeah. helping people buy and sell real estate. For sure. Now, I also do a lot of investing. I do okay. a lot of uh, coaching, do a lot of training. So there's ways that you can make money with real estate that way, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But here I am, man. I got 88 strong and licensed in Tennessee, Mississippi, and I'm also licensed in Texas. Okay. Uh, but that's like secondary board.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. And so
0: I do a lot of training out there and networking and, um, you know, keep staying acquainted with what's coming mm-hmm. over from the West to the East. Yeah, so.
1: man, dude, that's, you got an extensive background. <laughs> uh, and you know what I'm saying, bro, I love the fact that you're transparent about the fact that corporate America just wasn't for you. But yeah. what I hear when I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, when I talk to people in general, they downplay college. Uh, you know, And that's one of the things that I noticed about you, man. Every opportunity that you had, you took some away from it, and it helped you get to where you were today. Absolutely. And I kind of want to dive into that mindset, man. 96 million? How much, 93. 93 million. Yeah, and look, I'm gonna speak it over. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So That's ninety-three right. million, bro. What do you contribute that to? What was the work ethic? Was it the mindset? Like, what makes you different from a lot of the agents that we see?
0: Well, uh, for me, I'm uh, I like to lift my people up okay. and keep them encouraged. And because this business is hard, okay, it's not only that you have you have to learn the process of the business. You got to know. Rules and regulations, yeah. you got to know what to do, what not to do. You need to know how you get along with other vendors. Mm-hmm. And so I make it kind of easy for e- new agents and even existing realtors to come over and uh, feel comfortable meeting these vendors and learning the business and products. And these people are teaching them how to close business yeah. for their for their clients. And so I guess the difference for me is I'm hands on, man. Okay. I'm hands on with my agents. Um, I'm easy accessible to them if mm-hmm. they need me. Uh, we have training courses every Saturday morning from 9 to 11. Okay, That's a key thing I took from Verizon. Verizon allowed me to open the store up every Saturday. Okay, And when I opened the store up, I used to coach the mature audience on how to work an iPhone. Gotcha. They didn't know how to work an iPhone, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. So <laughs> I would say, hey, I'm going to open the store up from 7 to 8 o'clock in the morning and teach you mm-hmm. how to work an iPhone. And me, by doing so, when the class was over with, that same audience will go and buy accessories from me Wow. and say, hey, Travis, I like how this feature is. Hey, how's that case? How's yeah. that screen protector? How is it? So I upsold them
1: yeah, 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 by yeah.
0: providing training. So I do the same thing with my mm-hmm. current agents now. If my agents want to participate on uh, continuing education on a Saturday mm-hmm. morning, mm-hmm. when we leave that training session, I'm saying, hey, go to an open house, go to yeah. a new construction site, learn that product. And these new agents are coming in and say, hey, Travis, I picked up a lead. A lead is a person, any human being that's willing to buy a house or whatever. Yeah. Oh, just work with you, period. Mm-hmm. So when they come back and say, hey, I got somebody interested, I would partner with them and show them what to say, what to do, how to close business. Yeah. And we'll just split everything. Okay. okay. And once they get into the rhythm of knowing what to do, they're on their own. For sure. And that's I've been changing people's lives like that for a long time. Now listen, I had um, I have about Fifty agents, okay, that's on my roster, that's going to be receiving an award for high achievement. Okay, these agents really, really touched the pavement and put up numbers for me. That's the reason why I got the ninety-three million. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And so, um, if you're curious to know how much that is in commissions that I paid out, that's about two point six million wow. that I paid out in commissions yeah. to agents, wow. and um, I'm proud to do it. And I think you know, every year as we grow. Uh, it's just going to get better and better because more people are going to tap into what I'm teaching and um, they're going to get better at their craft.
1: Yeah. Look, I want to frame this for people because we hear, you know what I'm saying, the success. We, we see that, you you know, we hear about the agents. We hear the commission, which is amazing. Oh, bro. Yeah. Uh, being able to pay out that amount of commissions, not only that, but to train people to be able to do it. Yeah. You're giving people, uh, and you're not giving them a fish. You're teaching them how to fish so they can forever go out and do that, yeah. man. So I commend you on that. But take me back a little bit because there's a lot of mindset that whether you realize it or not, you know what I'm saying? When I hear some of the marketing stuff that you did at Verizon and then you translated that over into your business, there's a mindset there. T- take me back, man. Where did it start? What did the whole entrepreneur attitude, what did the, the desire to be an entrepreneur, where did all that come from?
0: First of all, I wanted some money. That, yeah. was, that was the <laughs> biggest thing. I wanted some money. But uh, I just got tired of getting fired, man. Yeah. I kept feeling like, you know, I was going to climb this corporate ladder and I was going to be this guy that, you know, he makes six, seven figures a year with a company and be there for X amount of years and retire. Yeah. But I just got tired of uh, getting fired, man. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was the biggest motivation. And because I kept getting fired, I hired myself. I ain't going to fire myself. Yeah. I can fire myself if I don't, don't want to do business with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I won't feel bad about losing any you know, sleep or income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my motivation, man. I just got tired of being told no. For sure. Yeah.
1: So you grew up here in Memphis? Born and raised. Okay. What high school did you go to? East High. Okay, cool. East High alumni. So, man, did you have family members that was an entrepreneur? Why real estate? What made my, you?
0: My dad and my uncle, they, my uncle owned a cleaners, a cleaning okay. service, and my dad, he was, before he passed, was an aspiring entrepreneur. He was okay. like, um you know, trying to build a diaper business. That's okay. how creative he was, hmm. so... Uh, unfortunately, he passed away and didn't get a chance to to finish. But, but my uncle and family were their real estate guys. Okay. You know they um they own tons of property. Gotcha. And um, I guess that's how we got into the yeah. real estate business.
1: You know, just owning rental properties and uh, just helping people. So you were able to see a lot of the real estate transactions oh, as yeah. a young kid. Oh yeah. So that how much did that actually help you in your real estate career? It gave me hope. Yeah. It hope. gave me hope yeah. to say
0: hey, there's always more than one way to. To do this, yeah, and, and I go back to elementary school about um, the three necessities of life.
1: Okay,
0: of course I'm thinking, how can I make some money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the three necessities of life is food, mm-hmm. clothing, and shelter. Yeah, I just so happened to dab into the shelter business. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So the shelter business is gonna forever be here. Whether someone wants to rent, wants wants to buy, wants to sell, wants to invest. Mm -hmm. You know, if they get distressed, what can they do to get out of that situation? It's always gonna be a business that's gonna forever be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if the population continues to increase, people need places to stay. Yeah. So.
1: That's that's cool, man. I think one of the things that a lot of people don't see is a lot of the background, you know what I'm uh, saying? The struggle that goes into it. Once you finally got your real estate license, you know what I'm saying, and you started, tell me about a time, man, where, you know what I'm saying, you ran into some opposition, you know what I'm saying? You couldn't, the transactions may not have went as smooth as you thought. Like, what was that learning curve for you once you first got in, man? And how did you overcome some of those obstacles?
0: I've always had good mentors and teachers around me. Okay. And again, this comes from being at school, asking the right questions to the right people. So when I would run into situations, um, I would ask a mentor for some assistance. Okay. And... um Contracts was very hard for me in the beginning. Mm. Well, I don't want to say very hard, but they were difficult. Yeah, and learning how to structure contract deals and just learning the ropes—it wasn't hard because I had mentors around me that can assist me, and I gotcha. knew how to ask the right questions. Okay. Um, but if that was, I didn't really have a, a stumbling block. Yeah. That like even now, because I know mortgages mm-hmm. and I know contract procedure and I know laws and I know regulations. So it's kind of not that hard for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah So, but if I do run into problems, I always ask for a mentor
1: or yeah. some, some assistance. That mentorship piece is key. You always, know, we yeah. talk about, we talk about this all the time as entrepreneurs, like, man, uh, you got to you know, reduce the learning curve. You do. And a lot of people are afraid to pay for that mentorship or seek out that mentorship, man. Uh, but that seemed like there's been something that you were very strategic in doing to be able to help you, you know okay. what I'm saying, move your company forward, man.
0: Absolutely. Still do it to this day.
1: Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, like, what are some of the uh, the things that you're going to your mentors? And not right now. We'll talk about, like, right now what you talk to them about. But once at the beginning when you were trying to get started, because there's mm-hmm. entrepreneurs on the other side of the camera they are saying, yo, I want to... I want to seek out a mentor, but they don't know how to do that. Yeah. You've been successful at that. What did that look like? How did that all start for, for you?
0: For me, I would always like to praise the person that wants to give the information. Okay. So, you know, if they were willing to help me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'd be mm-hmm. all open, and they would show me examples and ideas, and I would praise them for that. Hey, man, that's a great, I want to do that too. I want to yep. be like that too. This mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. I've done. Mm-hmm. What can I do to get better? You know, and I kind of um use that mentality like, lift my brother up because if you think about it, entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs, yeah. they don't mind sharing the information with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If the the confident ones, yeah, they will give you every piece of game possible if they're willing to help you. Yeah. The person that's very competitive and thinks everything belongs to them, mm-hmm. they're probably going to be a little selfish with their information and their no-bouts because they want to be better than you. Yeah. But... It doesn't matter to me. I need for people to be better than me because I'm, again, a student of the game. Yeah. I'm not the best at being a real estate broker. I think I'm a great one. Yeah. But I think I can always get better. I'm not the best investor, Mm -hmm. but I think I can get better. Yeah. So I'm going to always seek out mentorship and advice from others because there's people out there that's really, really getting it, man. And, I like to be a part of it.
1: So on the on the real estate side, as an agent, you Uh know, you started selling homes. At what point did you become an investor? What was your first property? When I
0: realized you can't survive off commission income, Mm. it's like a never ending hustle. Yeah, it's like you're in a hamster trail, hamster wheel. Okay. Okay. If I'm always chasing that commission check and helping people buy and sell and not doing anything for myself, then I'm gonna forever be doing that. At one point, at some point. You're gonna want that money to start working for you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you invest in real estate. For me, I invest in agents. Okay. As long as I can retain my agents that's on my roster. Yeah. And show them how to sell and treat them with a good, you know, treat them to a good time while they're with me at the brokerage. Yeah. And uh, continue to mentor them. They're gonna stay on my roster, mm-hmm. and that's my cash flow back to me. Me investing to the, to yeah. the agents, and also I invest into rental properties too. Okay. Because of um. Uh, Equity position. Okay. Uh, you know you can you can raise your net worth by owning property. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't have to have a, a large portfolio. Okay. Here in Memphis, Memphis is really the gold mine for real estate, especially okay. rental property. It's like fifty-six yeah. percent rental properties Why do you think that's so? Mentality. Okay. And well, not not just mentality, but um. I guess it's opportunities. People yeah. not paying attention to their opportunities. Okay. Um, that's lack of knowledge. Yeah. Lack, lack of knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. For sure. uh, and a lot of people here in Memphis they want it easy and right now. Mm-hmm. When in turn that's actually putting you in a bad position. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't if if you inherit a home, you shouldn't sell grandma's house unless it's just really, really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, if you're paying over fifteen to two thousand dollars in rent here in Memphis you should be buying a home, yeah, because a lot of times when people come from renting, then they go into owning, they still think, "Oh, I gotta pay the landlord," which is now the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know that they're paying the mortgage down, and mm-hmm. the value of the house is Building increasing. And equity, yeah. yeah, and over time, they don't know they don't even know what equity is. Yeah, equity is the difference between what you owe on a house. To what you can sell it for. For sure. For example, if I bought a house for 50000 dollars today mm-hmm. and five years from now it's worth $135,000, Nine times out of ten, and when I bought it at $50K mm-hmm. and it's now $135, the balance that I started at is gonna be way cheaper than yeah. what I, I paid it
1: down a little bit, yeah. Yes.
0: So if I owe ten dollars and now the house is $135, I can do two things. Mm-hmm. I can sell it. Or I can go back to the bank and say, hey, I want to refinance my house okay. and pull out the equity that i that I achieved, if you will. Gotcha. They're only going to give you 75% of that value. Okay. But it's tax-free money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so long as you can t-
1: pay the bill, okay.
0: you can pull out equity in your home off a $50,000 investment. Yeah. It's just like insurance.
1: So would you use that equity to invest in more real estate? Like Absolutely. What's a play for someone who's uh, hadn't jumped into the real estate investment side? Mm-hmm. They may be sitting on a few dollars. Not a lot, you know what I'm saying, yeah. but they working full time and they want to do something on the side. Like, What would you recommend the the, the course of action be for would that?
0: If they want to get into real estate and, and investing, mm-hmm. I would start off with a small fix and flip okay. project or a small rental property. Okay. And they got to see what goals they want to hit. Okay. So if they're looking for instant cash, what's the ramification of receiving instant cash? Yeah. But it's different criteria as far as what type of house to purchase. Okay.
1: okay. If
0: I'm looking for a rental property, how much am I willing to pay for that rental property? How much is the mortgage on that rental property yeah. if I'm not paying cash for it? How much a tenant is going to pay me Mm -hmm. to live in this property? Okay. So these are factors that they have to answer before they actually get started. Do I want the quick cash? The quick cash I can get taxed on if I don't do it properly. Gotcha, gotcha. Do I want to buy a rental property for cash flow? Mm -hmm. Cash flow is money I receive every month. Mailbox money. Mailbox money. Mm -hmm. I've heard that, yeah. So I like mailbox
1: money. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with (laughs) that. Nothing wrong with mailbox money. (laughs) So look... um, just kind of diving into like the mindset, man, because a lot of these things that you've set up, man, is is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Ninety three million in sales. You know what I'm saying? Paying out almost three million in commissions. All A big team of agents. Like, take me back to like the mindset part of it, man. What is your thinking on a daily basis? You run a massive organization. Uh, where you're at today and then even before you got there, like, man, what was that mental click for you when you said, yo, this is the avenue that I know I'm going to use to create my wealth. I think being a
0: mentor, being a mentee under Larry Mayall at First National, okay, uh, he kind of broke it down to small numbers, and I always focus on the small numbers okay. and the consistency of receiving that small number every month. So, if I'm aiming for ten to twelve million dollars in sales volume every month,
1: uh-huh.
0: and I'm aiming for Twenty to forty contracts. So, if I just focus there,
1: okay.
0: At the end of the year, all that's gonna add up. Mm. You know what I mean? Ten times twelve is how much? One hundred twenty. Yeah. And forty times twelve is more than one hundred lot. Than twenty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if I just <laughs> focus on the small number every month, what I can control. Yeah. When I'm looking at my results at the end of the year, I know I kind of got close to my goal. Mm-hmm. So if my goal is every month to hit ten million in sales volume. Yeah. Last year, we did pretty good, right? So we hit ninety million. So there was some off months there that we didn't hit our goal. And that's sure. okay as long as we keep pressing and pumping. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty much my mindset, man. I always like to stay on a small scale because I can control that. Okay. When it gets out of hand, then I have to bring it right back down because man, it's like a cool. lot of, yeah. it's like a lot of clutter. Okay. I want to be able to control it.
1: So you niche down. Always. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting, man, because I do consulting, and I talk to entrepreneurs a lot, and they so wide. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They got so many different things that they're doing, but they're not deep in any one of yeah. them, man. But that's what I'm hearing you saying. You focus on, you know what I'm saying, a tangible goal that you can go after. Yeah. 10 million. What did that number come from? Like mm, It's just because of a number that I know that the agents that's producing on my roster,
0: that they can give me every month. Okay. You know what I mean? So or, or an average agent can give me anywhere from five to a million. Okay. And you know, even give me two hundred thousand, know, and all three hundred thousand, as long as they're contributing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know if I can get 40, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get close to 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this. Yeah. yeah. Because it all adds up as, as far as like it's on average of what we're selling. The average sale is 280,000, 250 280. Yeah. If I can get 40, I can get close to 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I focus on, hey, agents, go out there and go to an open house, go to new construction, go find you an agent go find you somebody that knows. They want to sell or buy. Gotcha. Let me help you. Let me partner with you. Tell me what you got. How many leads you got? You know, mm-hmm. I'm doing this every single day with them. For sure. And, um, I mean,
1: it's working. How do you build culture, bro, uh, in an organization of that size and to keep them motivated to go out and continue to produce? i show them what
0: I'm doing, okay. first and foremost. And I take them out to different restaurants and wine and dine them. Okay, I okay. wine and dine my agents, and we talk about the business, and we we'll bring in vendors to talk to them to mm. teach them more about the business. Okay. I spoil them. Gotcha. I spoil them. And uh, I know they appreciate me because I don't have a high turnover rate. Mm-hmm. And so as long as I'm teaching them how to sell and actually spoiling them through, you know, wine and dining, yeah, yeah, yeah. that thing is going to just keep growing. Sure. And it's only gonna get better and better.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah. Investing in your team, basically. Yeah. The agents is
0: my that's my cash flow. Yeah, yeah. So as long as they're producing, they get the majority of the benefit. Mm-hmm. They only give me a really, really small fee. Okay. They give me a really small fee, but I know it's strength in numbers. Yeah. So if I can get forty mm-hmm. to give me Forty contracts. Hey man, we're we're good.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And I'm still in production myself too. Okay. So I still get out and I produce. I still talk to clients. I do about a hundred families a year. Okay. On my own. Wow. And
1: that we're was my really next not question. really yeah. not on
0: my own because I partner with agents. Okay. I pretty much like like you. I consult with my my clients.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I bring in another agent and say, Hey, I'm working with Agent A.
1: Yeah.
0: We work in teams. Okay. She's mm-hmm. gonna show you a house. We're going to write a contract, we're going to negotiate on your behalf, and we're going to do everything, split it up the middle. Gotcha. And it's like, you know, I made more money when I started sharing my business. Yeah. It's mm. like when Jesus broke the fish, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah When yeah, Jesus yeah. broke that fish, everybody got fed, didn't they? Man. So that's the same way with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Now, that's, that's honestly, man, a perspective that a, a lot of people don't grasp. Oh, yeah. And once you grasp it, the more you give, the more you get. You know what I'm saying? So you've been, to, yeah, you've been able to acquire so much knowledge, and now you're bringing on people and you're teaching them the same thing, and Absolutely. now they're able to produce. It's just you sow what you reap, man. Yeah. So you dived a little bit into like your day, but what does your day look like? Your morning routine? I'm infatuated with <laughs> successful people morning routines, Yeah. Because I'm always, because that's the time that we can control as entrepreneurs, sure. probably more than any other time of yeah. the day. So what does your morning routine look like, man?
0: Let me give you the way I want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I, I'm always up at 4 or 4.30. Okay. And I, I'll probably hit the gym at 5. Gotcha. Come home around right about 6.30, 7. Mm-hmm. Get my daughter ready for school. Okay. She gets there about 8, 8.15. I'm at the office at 8.30, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. In between 8.30 and 9, I'm checking emails. I'm on social media. I'm, I'm gotcha. posting for the day. Because, again, social media is my platform to receive business. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so I'm there on from 8.30 to 9. From 9 to 9.45, I'm doing what's called prospecting. Okay. Prospecting for new business. I'm online on this platform we have at the office. Mm-hmm. I'm on social media. I'm making phone calls. Gotcha. Then I take a 15-minute break. Okay. After the 15-minute break, 10, 10 to 10.45, I'm back on the phone mm-hmm. talking to prospects, setting appointments. I do all that till noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I count up how many people I've talked to for the day. If I don't have an appointment for that day or the next day, I take a lunch. Mm-hmm. I come back. When I come back, I'm back prospecting again. Okay. At this time, my office is full of agents, yeah. and they're bringing me business too. Hey, mm-hmm. Travis, I got this guy that want to do this. I got this guy that want to do that, and I partner up with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four or five o'clock comes in the day when people get off work. Remember, we're entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. so when people are off work. I'm on. Yeah. So 5 o'clock to 9 o'clock, I'm either showing property, writing a contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the weekends, I'm doing an open house, visiting new construction. People are off work. Mm -hmm. I'm on work. And you know where I got that from? Where is that? Verizon Wireless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Retail
1: hours. Wow. (laughs) I run it just the same way. Yeah, man, that is that's brilliant, man. Because yeah. a lot of people try to reinvent the wheel. No, you don't have to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? These companies spend millions of dollars on to, training, on training to yeah. perfect their system. And there's people right now that's watching this video that work for you know corporate clients oh, yeah. or corporate America that they can literally hone in on some of the stuff that they're doing on a daily basis. And if they want to transition into entrepreneurship, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They go the blueprint. I mean, right it's there. right
0: here. Especially if if the audience is, if you're in sales right now. Mm-hmm. And you got a daily routine that you go to work at 8, 8.30, and from 9 to 9.45, 10 to 10.45, 11, 11.45, you're making calls and talking to clients. That's all I'm doing during the day. It's called prospecting for new business. You mm-hmm. just so happen to be sitting at someone's office doing it for them. I'm doing it for me, okay? Yeah, yeah. And that's the difference. And it's the same concept, man. Same concept like yeah. working a regular job.
1: So, bro, how... And I don't your background. I don't know if how you grew up. For me, I grew up single parent. You know what I'm saying. We were hand to mouth a lot uh, until you know what I'm saying. My mom was able to establish herself to kind of get us out of that. Uh, what was your background? How did you grow up?
0: Mom and stepdad. Okay, both successful. Mm-hmm. I saw my dad waking up five o'clock in the morning every day. He was a school teacher. Okay, so he would wake up and go to teach school, from seven mm-hmm. to two fifteen. Okay, three thirty. He was an accountant at the IRS. Mm. From 3.30 to 11.45, every day. Yeah. So I saw my dad <laughs> hump and pump, school during the day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: accounting in the evening. But I also saw him take his team to trips out of town, yeah. to museums, different places, so he can teach them as he went. So I got the teaching piece from my stepdad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my hustle from my mama, though. Okay. My mama's still hustling Explain to this to day. Me, yeah. She, I don't... I don't care what's happening. <laughs> she going to hustle. If she ain't hustling, she feels like something wrong with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, now I own a company called Patterson Enterprises, Inc., Okay. where I'm a general contractor. Okay. My mom owns 51% of that company mm. purposely so that we can bid on contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can have the minority woman-owned certification where we can Got bid you. those contracts because she's a woman. Uh-huh. We're, min- we're minority-owned. Yeah. We have a general contractor's license. We can pick up odd jobs with the city, state, County, whoever, mm. even whatever government. Okay. So um, my mom still hustles that business, man. Yeah, yeah. Still hustles that business, and it's great cash flow for us in the family. Um, as a matter of fact, I have the general contractors course too to help entrepreneurs become general contractors.
1: Yeah. So I wanted to jump into that part of it, man, because mm-hmm. you're so big on education, you're so yeah. big on training. My next question was, do you offer, uh, you know, mentorship courses and things like that yeah. for?
0: Absolutely. So for if you want to be a real estate agent and um, you want to go ahead and get your real estate license, there are steps that you need to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, you need to take the Tennessee 90-hour course. Um, if you're in Mississippi, same thing. I'm not sure how many hours it is for Mississippi. But we offer online courses at Patterson Homes, com. You enroll there, enroll in your classes. There are promos every single month, and I think to this month is Black History Month. So okay. the promo code may be Black History Month, but when you log in, you will see that promo code and um, yeah, you can enroll and get your real estate license where you get your certificate to sit for the exam okay, from that online course. Gotcha. So
1: is it possible to do like a, a, a promo code? So when everybody goes, I know Black no, History because- Somebody may be seeing this. It may be Christmas. Yeah, you never know. But no. So <laughs> yeah. can we just do a standard uh, promo code that people can utilize when well, they to the website? Well,
0: it changes. It changes monthly. Okay. So if they just go to the website, they'll see the promo code is going to be big and bold as soon as they log in. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and of course it's like two ninety nine. So okay, not okay. even expensive.
1: Can we do an equity tap uh, promo for our viewers? Absolutely. Okay, we'll set up. We'll put all of it in the description for everybody. Sure. But listen, I was framing that you know your background, just trying to figure you know understand how you grew up because. What I'm most most curious about is, bro, how are you feeling today? You know what I'm saying? Once you wake (laughs) up and you know you got all of this stuff going on and that company depends on you, you know what I'm saying? Or you started it. You've got people in place that can probably run it without you being there. But knowing that, you know what I'm saying, you started something that you've, you know, you're paying agents and things like that. Bro, how how, how do you feel? How does that make you feel?
0: I feel great, actually, but
1: I still feel like I'm missing something. Okay.
0: And I don't know what that something is, uh, but... I have big goals for this company. I got okay. big goals for myself, and I know it takes time, And I don't want to rush anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I want to rush and try to prove something to myself or others mm-hmm. when I know I need to just stay in my lane yeah. and just keep – The ball rolling at a consistent pace
1: how do you do that man because i think a lot of entrepreneurs get sidetracked you know what i'm saying it's the grass is green on the other side we see you you know you're doing almost 100 million in real estate you may be following somebody that's doing a billion and they got a totally different tactic and strategy than what you have how do you keep yourself in your lane and not get distracted
0: i I have to stay in my lane i don't want to be more than what i already am okay i'm a salesman first i'm Mm -hmm. a real estate broker next You know, uh, and I'm an entrepreneur because I know how to run a business. Yeah. But that's about it. You know, I don't want to be, you know, a serial mogul investor guy (laughs) when I know I don't do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have investments. I can play in the game and, you know, I know the business. Yeah. But I'm more of a salesman. Okay. And so I've scaled up how to become like the best salesman possible. And the best way for me is to train others use them, mm-hmm. and lift them up. And as, as long as they're bringing in deals,
1: yeah, I'm a millionaire real estate agent. For sure, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a very simple concept. I read a book one time. It was called Go For It. No, I don't yeah. know if you've ever heard yeah. of that. But there was phases to a failure. Mm-hmm. And the final phase was uh not only are you failing by yourself, you going out doing it, but you teaching, you train other people. So right. now you uh you know get more no's in a in a more compact time. So you're getting more no's in a you know in a period of time. So now you're failing faster, but now you're growing faster. So it's yeah. basically the, the principle that you're talking Absolutely. about, man. Absolutely What does education look like for you, man? Do you read books a lot? Like what does mm-hmm. that look like? I listen
0: to books more so now than reading. Okay. Yeah. I got some books that's in the in my house that look good on the shelf. <laughs> and uh but I learned through a lot of experience and I'm I'm gonna get back into reading a whole bunch more of my books. Um mm-hmm. but I like finance and education books. I like okay. uh non fiction, you know, just straight to the point. Mm-hmm. I like empowerment type yeah, of yeah. books. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, so um but audiobooks helped me out big time, too, man. So I like listening to those, especially going to church. Yep. I'm going to trip I'm taking a trip from Memphis to Dallas. I listen to an audiobook mm-hmm. And those things helped me a whole, whole lot. So, yeah. 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 Now,
1: how did the expansion to Dallas happen?
0: My mom moved out there in 2015, maybe 2016. Okay. And uh, my mom was born. Yeah. And I went out there and stayed with her for a while. And um, where we lived there, we lived right, right up the road from the Cowboy Stadium. Okay. I'm a big time Cowboys yeah, fan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, don't we hate got me. that income yes. and now we good. Okay, we you, good. You he <laughs> is a pretty <better> big Cowboys <laughs> fan over here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't keep it ride to him. So, we uh we stayed right there in Texas. Right down the road was a real estate school. Okay. Century 21 Mike Bowden. Mm-hmm. And I went to that real estate school, got my license. My partners mm-hmm. was there, I had families there, I had friends there. Yeah. So I got my license there. That, that market is extremely, extremely hard because, for one, if you're not from there, it's going to be very hard. Okay. And then, two, um, it's so big, if you don't keep the people's attention that day, they're going to find yeah, somebody yeah, else, yeah. you know? So, uh, But I thank God that I got mm-hmm. friends out there that remember me and they know yeah. how intelligent I am in this real estate business. So I've, I've closed several deals out there in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: said something that was key, man. Uh, keep people interested. In in a, yeah. in a content-driven world, you mm-hmm. know, where content is flying at you at a rapid rate, and you, you've you even gotten into the content space, and I kind of want to dive into that. Sure. How do you keep attention as an entrepreneur?
0: Just be creative every day. Yeah. I, live a, uh, I live a real estate life for real. Okay, So <laughs> uh, I run a brokerage, uh stay educated in the business, mm-hmm. I dabble into investments again, I'm still doing property management, and I love showing people that, hey, man, this is very possible, yeah, let me show you who I've talked to to get access to this capital. Let me show you who I've talked to to show you how this deal was structured. Let me show you what I've done. Look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. I like doing that, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean, yeah. I like showing proof for, for sure, an no old cap in my wrap, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so what's next for you, man
0: uh. I got a lot of goals. I'm okay. looking at uh, building a building for the company. Okay. I'm getting more agents. I Remember, I used to have 300 agents. Mm-hmm. If I get to 300, that's fine. I like where I'm at right now. I don't yeah. have to have another one. So on the around 80 agents? 80, 80, okay. 80. Yeah. I'm okay with where I'm at right now mm-hmm. Um, because less is best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I get enough that's going to follow the, the the formula, then, hey, why not? Come on. Mm-hmm. You um, so I'm looking to expand my agent count. Expand my locations, all Tennessee right. and Mississippi, with a brick and mortar. Uh, this, these things takes time. It's just yeah, me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I'm going to offer those classes myself. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking to be a real estate instructor. I'm looking to be um, more so of an investor and partner
1: up with hedge funds and hmm. other investors too. Yeah, I'm looking to do all that. Man, you're thinking huge, bro. How does yeah. How do you – so you said 300 agents at one point of time mm-hmm. managing that – uh, and now you're talking about hedge funds. Mm-hmm. Like, what does this big inspiration, this big mentality, come from, bro? My because, mama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I shout out to my yeah, my yeah, mama. My yeah. mama always thinking of different ways on how to get some more money. But like,
0: um, man, I just think real estate has so many different ways that you can make income. Yeah. I just want to tap into it and just see which works the best. Right now, the brokerage business is working pretty good. Okay. Um, but I know as I grow. And meet different people and dabble into different adventures, it's gonna change. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. gonna change. So but I wanna keep the brokerage as a footprint here in Memphis. Okay. Because there are other black agencies like uh, the Payton Company, mm-hmm. Lawrence Johnson, Loyal Featherstone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, those people are they're probably getting a little mature and they may get out of this business. Mm-hmm. So we need people that look like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many representation. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be here for a while. And I figure, you know, I'm 39. I'm mm-hmm. oh still young. Still yeah. young. You know, I can go another 30, 40 years with this yeah, and sure. bring in people that's around my age or younger. My mm-hmm. son is 19. Okay. So I can bring that group in. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. my daughter is 10. I can bring that group mm-hmm. in, too. So I'm looking long-term like that. Okay. You know what I mean?
1: So look, man, I have a real... Uh, my philosophy on working hard is you also have to play hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have What are some of the the benefits, man, that you've experienced in life? Some of the luxuries from being your own, uh, you know, what I'm saying, business owner, being an entrepreneur.
0: Oh, you know, we go. I'm a car guy, so okay, we got uh, access to getting those cars. Yeah. I love that, and um. Taking tra- trip, tra- blah, traveling and trips. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, you fine. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, just the luxury of the life, man. Eating good every day, steak and shrimp. And, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and uh, just having a good time with the money, man. But I'm going to tell you, you can spend that money real, real fast. So
1: yeah.
0: I want to scale back from that mm-hmm. and kind of, like, get focused on more important things.
1: Yeah, yeah. You but know? do you feel like once you, uh, you know, Spend money on yourself that builds your dream that much more to go out and get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, feel, yeah, yeah. you look
0: good, you feel good, yeah. you feel good, you gonna play ball better, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, man, I'm, it's just
0: a discipline thing. Okay. Because you can make a bunch of money, you can spend a bunch of money too. So yeah, that's one of the things I had to learn early on because that commission or that income will come in real fast and at the end of the
1: year you're looking like, damn, where would it go to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you got to have discipline with that. How I'm still you working with that? that. How do you manage finances? Like, what's, what's your general rule of thumb? I've heard some people say, man, if I have a $100 coming in. I put X, Y, Z here, X, Y, Z here. Like, what's your overall I mindset? wish it was that easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> never that easy, is it? It's always
0: something that comes up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've been working with some people, you know, um, as I get paid, put X amount of dollars to the side every time I get paid okay. and don't touch it. Yeah. And that's been working kind of good. You okay. know what I mean? But- it's still tough, man, because something always <laughs> comes up. Yeah. Until we start getting it at a hundred thousand at a time, two, three hundred. Yeah. Then, you know, whatever. But then you've out earned the problem. A, at that a, point. a yeah. reason why I'm working with these other investor guys that work with hedge funds and. They enjoy the business. they enjoy doing real estate. So yeah, I want to tap into that too.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tell me about the content side, man. I know you have the sprinter van. I've seen some of your <laughs> videos. Very uh, informative. Matter of fact, tell everybody how they can keep up with you on social media, real quick.
0: Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at I am Travis Patterson. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Travis Patterson. You can see me there. Um, and I'm on all other, other social media platforms too: YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. But I'm heavy on Instagram and Facebook. So I am Travis Patterson.
1: Okay, cool, man. Yeah. So tell me about the Sprinter, man, and the whole content. <laughs> How did all that come about?
0: Uh, really, that's a friend of mine's, okay. his business. Gotcha. Uh, Kevin Hill, he owns Executive Coaches, Okay. and he has these coaching Sprinter vans, and okay. we talked, and I said, you know, it'd be great if I can just rent out these this Sprinter van and I can bring in other people and talk about their business and what they do to help me and others, mm-hmm. and just... Let them be interviewed and, um, you know, we can make it a show. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. called it executive coaching okay. with executive coaches. Gotcha. So I figured, you know, I'm an executive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bringing in coaches. It's their marketing. We yeah, yeah. we're rocking with executive coaches, you know what I mean? So it's been good. So I yeah. brought in you know, my um, one of my mortgage bankers. He helps me with my investment properties. I talked with him. And he shared a lot of knowledge on there, so please right. go back and look at that video. Please, please go back and look at that video with Ryan Guess.
1: We'll drop it. We'll drop that uh, video in the link uh, in the oh, description yeah. below, so oh, people yeah. can easily find it. Yeah,
0: and then I did one with uh, with my guy Matthew Cheney. He's a heavy real estate investor. Okay, and he buys seven, ten properties a month, mm-hmm. fix and flip, and buy and hold. So we mm-hmm. interviewed him, and um, we always go out to get some good to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talk real estate, we talk business, we talk business credit, we talk. Everything, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I'm what, coaching
1: for sure, man. What do you see uh, in in the coaching space, man? What do you see like the biggest opportunities for people right now?
0: It's it's big for them to tell everybody what they're doing. Okay. It's more marketing for them. It's more marketing for me. Yeah. For example, I'm here with you. Mm-hmm. It's more marketing for me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's more marketing for you. Uh-huh. I would love for everyone to tap in the equity tap. So they can see me on this platform and even all the other entrepreneurs and let them know, hey, man, there's hope everywhere in any business. Mm -hmm. So it's all about collaboration and marketing at this point.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to catch that interview with uh, 19 Keys and Dame Dash. I did. It's dope. I sent it to you, man. But one of the things that he talked about was collaboration, Dame Dash. And he was like, man... As uh, African Americans, we've tried everything, mm-hmm. with the exception of collaboration. Got man. To, man. What is your mindset on collaboration? We're better
0: together. Yeah, everybody has their own set of talents, man. Mm-hmm. And if we can recognize that and work with each other, yeah, I don't even think people really understand how powerful we'll be together. Mm-hmm. You know, this is your strength. Yeah, yeah. bringing in people with podcast. Mine is training and educating. Yeah, 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 and the next man may be teaching them how to, you know run a restaurant business, I don't know.
1: Yeah, for sure. But if
0: we all came together and um, kept that circle together and we spent money with ourselves, mm-hmm. man, we'll be a powerful force. Yeah. Because yeah. if I'm marketing equity and I'm marketing someone else's business and so on and so forth, people are gonna pay attention and everybody will be together and everybody will be happy. So yeah. I, love being, I love working in teams. Now, why unfortunately, do you, it doesn't work like that because man. of the egos. I was gonna
1: ask you, why do you think we don't collaborate more?
0: You know, Maybe a friendly competition. People want to show off and be the head of the game and want to say, I did it first or whatever. Yeah. Ego thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think people mean any harm by doing so, but it does harm by not collaborating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then too, some people just don't gel well with each other and we don't, you know, don't mean any harm. Mm-hmm. Just don't gel well with each other. Again, yeah. that's an ego mm-hmm. thing. So until we get past that point, you know, we just work on it. But I think we're always going to be better together. Yeah, always.
1: Yeah. So as an entrepreneur, man, do you dive? You, I know you said you you stay in your lane, which mm-hmm. is sales, real estate. Have you diversified? Have you seen other opportunities that's been profitable and beneficial for you?
0: Well, I'm looking to get into the government contracting space. Oh, okay. Yeah, with uh, with my GC class, with my GC uh, license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of just like be a paper contractor. Okay. Learning the the government contracting business because yeah. that's like sustainability. Okay. And they have a program. Um. When you're minority certified, called the 8A program, it's a nine-year program okay. where the government set aside like four million dollars worth of contracts for minorities. Okay. So I'm learning more and more about the government contracting because yeah, 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 yeah. that can be sustainability for my company or anybody, you know. And commission income should be a hobby, in my opinion. Oh wow. The real estate business <laughs> should be just be a hobby. If I'm yeah. serving a hundred families, working five to ten hours a week, and then I'm doing government contracting
1: the commission sales should be just a hobby. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I made it a career, though. <laughs> I made it a career.
1: That is uh that's yeah. a different perspective, man. Yeah. Cuz I know it's some agents that don't think like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No. Commission is bread and butter.
0: And it is. it you know, it could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's agents, you know, I got people who make 3, 400k a year. Yeah. And got some that make 75 to 100k a year. Mm-hmm. That's their bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me as an entrepreneur, I want to look at other ways of cash flow. Mm-hmm. I can get one of my businesses cash flow off a contract. I can get another one off 10 rental properties. I can get my brokers cash flowing from there. Yeah. And that way I can be able to coach more and teach more and provide more for my agents and my employees. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I
1: like that, man. Yeah. Um, as a, as a parent, you know what I'm saying? And as an entrepreneur parent, yeah, uh, I, I'm always trying to figure out, man, how do I instill those values in, you know what I'm saying? I have a daughter. What do you do as a parent, as an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying, to start instilling those values in your kids? I'm trying
0: to get my 19-year-old to come over <laughs> here with me.
1: But um, I
0: guess I've spoiled him so much. Yeah, He's now at the point like, Dad, let me figure this out on my own. i I want he's working now he bought his own vehicle he's 19. yeah yeah yeah. and he knows how to save now he knows how to get up and go so i'm thinking my actions what he saw growing up Mm -hmm. me getting up going to work going to school he's doing that now Mm -hmm. the real estate space may come later for him he may have to go through working a job and learning systems and stuff yeah um but he has to go his own route I, i would love for him to work for me yeah now my daughter she's 10. So mm-hmm. I can see stuff she's doing now that she may be working with me. She works on Minecraft. She builds houses on Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she goes to these shows with me, she's showing the property to my clients mm-hmm. and, you know, <laughs> telling them what this is. This is the bathroom. This is the half bath. You know, she's doing this. Yeah. She's ten. And so I know she'd probably be working in the real estate space later. Yeah. But I gotta let them figure it out on their own. I'm to always giving the best advice at mm-hmm. that time for 'em that I that I think is best. But um
1: got to let them do it on their own, man. Yeah, yeah, Can't force them to do it. I got another question for you, man, pertaining to you know, the training and the mentoring and the coaching piece, right? Yeah. So, of course, everybody isn't going to jump off the porch and, and create success. True. How do you handle some of those agents that don't necessarily see the success right up front? They have to stay
0: consistent. They're not going to wake up and be motivated every day. Yeah. They're going to wake up and say, what the hell did I just do? Yeah. I'm spending all <laughs> this money to run my business. I haven't got one sale. Yeah. I hadn't met one person. Mm-hmm. But they got to look themselves in the mirror and say, hey, are you following the stuff that your broker yeah. gave yeah. you? Or are you educating yourself? What yeah. are you doing daily? To bleak, are you even trying to learn the business? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because most of the time people get in this business and just want the check. Mm-hmm. It ain't about... The check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you start working for the check, Mm -hmm. your clients will see it in your performance. Mm -hmm. So i see the check. I calculate it. Yeah. But I work to help them. Yeah, yeah. If I help them, Mm -hmm. it's going to always come. For sure. And I got proof of it because I've been doing it consistently since, as a salesman, since 2014. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's oh.
1: huge, man. Dude, you are dropping a ton of game, man. Yeah, and yeah. you're so humble with it. You know what I'm saying? I've talked to people, man, and, you know, some people are extremely passionate. You know what I'm saying? And they don't say a lot. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, you're extremely humble. But everything that you're saying, dude, is gold. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and you, people man. can take this information and literally transform their lives, Yeah, bro. man.
0: That's, that's what I love to do. I want to see people strive and do better. Yeah. Because I get a... I get a kick off people saying, "Man, I went to Travis. Man, that man told me how to do X, Y, Z. Yeah, man, go see this guy. He helped me out a whole. I love to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at one point, I'm gonna need somebody to do that for, for me. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? That's perspective. So I'm man. giving yeah. out as much as I can to help somebody. Now, sure. if you don't want to help yourself and you're looking at me crazy, then you got to look at yourself in the mirror because I give out a, a helping hand at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but
1: man, this is fun. Yeah, it's yeah, it's good. It gets fun, you know what I'm yeah. saying, once you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Like you said, you're chasing that money, man, and, you know, it's, it's almost the opposite. You got to stop chasing it for yeah. you to get it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And the moment you take your mind off of it, that's when, you know what I'm saying, it that shows up. Helps. As long as you're doing the right type of work. I'm telling sure, you, yeah. this is
0: true. My my stepdad, is, his real name was Burdell okay. Ronald Brooks. That's V-R-B, okay? Mm-hmm. V-R-B. But growing up in the in where his neighborhood, they called him G. G? So, G. Okay, G, when I was five, six, seven years old, I just say, why does everybody call you G? (laughs) And, you know, he's from the 50s, 60s. He say, well, son, I was always good at what I do. Yeah. So they would call me G. Mm -hmm. And he said, man, if you just be good at what you do, Everything gonna come to you. Everything the money. Yeah. Your personal life, everything. Mm-hmm. And I've been stuck with that since he told me that. I don't yeah. know how
1: old I was. I know I was a little kid. Nah, that's some great advice. Man, There's yeah. some people out there, man, that are trying to get to good though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta once you get good, you gotta continue to be good. Yeah. But I think a lot of people sometimes stumble in their process of getting good, man. What have you seen for yourself? Because I know we're not always at our peak performance. Yeah. So, man, what have you seen? You know what I'm saying? That one thing that keeps you locked into like peak performance. Okay. I think,
0: I think it's affirmations, prayer, mm, faith. Okay. You know, I kinda grew up in the in the church a little bit yeah, growing yeah, yeah. up and fortunately I was learned how to practice faith. Okay. Do what I'm saying and believing to myself. Yeah, yeah. And trust me, I get down on my luck more than enough. Yeah, yeah. I get discouraged all the time. Mm-hmm. But I know that is always a light at the end of the tunnel because I know the promises. Yeah. I know yeah. where my help truly comes from. Okay. It's within me. Yeah. So when I get down on myself, it's my head, my subconscious telling me something that I can't do when I know I can do it. Yeah. So I tell myself when I know I like if I'm <laughs> down on my luck, if I don't have a cell, if I don't have anything going right, I pray to myself. Yeah, yeah. You told me it was gonna be you know what I mean? Yeah. You never gonna leave me. You are gonna always be here for me. You gonna have yeah. me go without. On, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I exercise my faith that way, and I just relax.
1: Yeah.
0: And somehow, some way, things always tend to work themselves yeah, I always work out. I out, working on it, man. Seems like yeah. it. Yeah. Every single time, mm-hmm. even when I'm worried the most. Yeah. And my friends that know me most, they know I worry <laughs> a lot, but I don't head show the it here with the crown. Yeah, I don't show it a lot, yeah. but I worry a whole lot. But it's okay. But uh, that's just one of my weaknesses, but I can overcome it through my words. For sure, man.
1: Can't take the words from me. Yeah, man. This has been powerful, dude. Look, we've already been going for an hour, bro. (laughs) Uh, I got to get you back on the show, man, as you continue to have success, you know what I'm saying, to continue the conversation. Uh, But in wrapping up, man, what I want to do is, I know you gave people how they can keep up with you. You Feel free to do that again. Let them know how they can keep up with you. But also, uh, any advice that you have for entrepreneurs, man, whatever closing advice you have. Listen, man. If you guys enjoyed this interview, do me a favor, subscribe, hit the notification so that you can continue to get interviews like this as they come out. Also, do me a favor, drop some fire in the comment uh, for Travis, man, if you've gotten any information out of this that's going to help you move forward, man. I know that I have. A lot of the questions that I asked was for me so that I can move forward, man. So if you've seen some benefit, please subscribe, turn on the notification so that you can continue to get this information. With that being said, Travis, look, man, I'm going to kick it over to you. Let people know again how they can keep up with you and any last close advice you can get to entrepreneur's man the floor is yours
0: okay well you can reach me at instagram i am travis patterson facebook travis patterson everything travis patterson you'll find me on all those social media platforms i own patterson homes real estate company licensed in tennessee and mississippi got a ton of agents that are ready and willing to help you my advice to you though you have to stay consistent in whatever you do I don't care if you work a regular job, if you're going to school. You have to be consistent, even when you're not motivated. Mm-hmm. Exercise your faith. You cannot do this alone. Yeah. When I say alone, he's within. So whatever you believe in, pray to him, talk to him, and let them be the head of your life. Um, and never give up, man, and talk to as many people smarter than you. Don't be afraid to ask for advice from anybody that's that's got game yeah. or got advice that's, Something that you want to have, even if you don't really, you know how to approach them, still do it because yeah. that may be the reason why you may not want to approach them because you have to approach them. So just overcome that fear, mm-hmm. um, you know. Stay educated. Yeah. Um, stay motivated. Stay consistent and stay clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, man. I, I like it, man. <laughs> look, I
1: can't think of a better way to close it out, man. Yeah. I look, again, man, I appreciate you taking this time out to do it, man. Yes, look, y'all. Until next time, man. Y'all stay tapped in.